Welcome to the Leadership and Success Podcast with your host, Coach BZ. If you need to develop into a better leader, this podcast is for you. If you want to achieve a greater level of success, this podcast is for you. His mentor, Dr. John C. Maxwell, said it best, everything rises and falls on leadership. We hope to inspire you today and provide you with an insight that has the potential to positively impact the trajectory of your life. Welcome to the Leadership and Success Podcast. Hello. Uh, hello, everyone. Uh, this is uh, Coach BZ. And uh, welcome to uh, another session of the Leadership and Success podcast. Today, I have uh, a very, very uh, important guest. His name is Amandit Mira. And uh, like me, he's a member of the Forbes Technology Council. He's been a CTO and is now uh, a principal for a fintech organization. Amandit, how are you? Good morning. Uh, hi, th- thanks for having me. Yes, all good. I'm based in Copenhagen. It's around the end of work day. It's around nearly four o'clock. So all good on a Friday. Yeah. Right. It's pretty amazing how technology can really bring people together. There is pretty much no more distances these days. Can you tell us Absolutely. more about your leadership story? How you got to be where you are now? Uh, well, it depends like uh, from where should I start? Uh, so, well, um, I, I had my technology education, which is a, a computers um, application from India. And then I started working with uh, product organizations uh, mainly. Um, I was based in, in China with the Huawei. Um, and, uh, and then I was with an Israeli employer, NDS, in, in between a lot of travels in terms of... Um, uh, kind of a product uh, revisions, product migrations, and uh, handling the delivery responsible roles and project lead kind of a role, and uh, then my then my journey kind of a uh, kind of a f- branched off to being in Denmark, and where I started like as an integration engineer lead, then C- CTO for a fintech company, and uh, now I'm with the banking setup. Uh, we call it also BEC Financial Technologies. Um, so that's my kind of a technology career. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So for the people who are uh, watching us now, especially those who are just getting started, they just got a college degree and one day they would like to become a CTO or a principal or some type of IT executive. What uh, advice do you have for them? Uh, well, um, it, it, it first of all, like it depends on individual aspiration. Like, um, are you a person who kind of is driven by technology or wants to build something on that technology? So you can be an excellent uh, technology product user, evangelist, or you can be a developer, engineer, uh, or you can be a um, marketing and sales person. So, so, so you can be enthused by the technology in like a different dimension. It, it depends which which suits your interest more. Uh, is, um, and uh, we have so like seen like absolutely no technical background people doing amazingly well as a product evangelist, as product managers, because they come up with the idea, they have a feel of the market. So so it, it depends what, what do you want to become and what you're what you looking for. Uh, yes, in, in today's world, I will say that like knowing at least one programming language to get started with is, is must, it's very important. Yeah. Yeah, that, that is that is quite uh, fascinating. So just really making up your mind what you would like to do. There are so many, many opportunities out there, especially you know, in my uh, subfield in cybersecurity. 
there is such a great need for people, professional, but there is just, uh, you know, not uh, enough people to do the job. You know, I think as yeah. of last year, it was more than 2.3 million jobs uh, world, worldwide uh, lacking uh, professionals. So there's definitely a whole lot of uh, opportunities out there. And what, what would you also say about kind of um, the diversity of the IT uh, community, right? And I remember when I first got into IT, maybe what, 23 years ago, it was mostly male and mostly white. And I've, I've seen a lot more diversity uh, today, which I really believe is a great thing for, for business, where right? people are coming with different uh, ideas. Uh, like you said, all of them don't have to, to be like scientists or computer uh, programmer. I feel like there is like a place for everyone. And I, and I see technology like really the field of the uh, uh, future, right? What do you think? Uh, yes, uh, we uh, we say that we are into technology and all we know is technology and all we know is to deliver technology. But yes, uh, we live as part of society. And uh, on uh, interesting note, like today is like so happens with the International Men's Day and we have Women's Day and we have like um, different diversity initiatives as we see. Um, uh, I will say in, in Western world versus the Eastern world where like I've worked in like uh, China, India, Israel, I still call like half East only. Uh, there's a much, much more participation uh, from women in, in IT uh, compared to the Western world. And though the very Western world uh, says and takes pride in uh, uh, what do you say, the choice and the career choice and empowerment, uh, uh, mm -hmm. but it's not seen in the participation um, actually. Uh, but but we but we are also seeing that like there's a consistent rise in in that uh, what you say the diversity index well actually nobody has devised a diversity index I just threw the term right now mm -hmm. not to be quoted for it uh, <laughs> but so it's uh, so uh, but 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 there's a consistent rise what we are seeing and when when what is required is like. Uh, a kind of a encouraging and promoting anyone and everyone who has a kind of like a, at a, starting at a curiosity level. Mm -hmm. So if 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 if, if uh, at like at a, at a very very childhood stage, let me say like uh, if 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 a boy or a girl child like having curiosity towards a gadget and like how it works and how I can make it work and how can I tweak it, how can I change its behavior? Oh, you can program it maybe and you yeah. can work on it. So how do I get started learning it? So that's like a curiosity channeling at the whole level. Then we see something in like education uh, institutes um, in India, for example, where I originally come from is like, I think if I'm not wrong, maybe 37% kind of a workforce is female IT. And um, I, I've been to Technical University Berlin in 2017 to give a talk around, um, it, it was an MS uh, embedded systems uh, batch of students, mm -hmm. 41st, 41st students. Uh, who are doing embedded systems masters embedded systems happen with the com more complicated side of the tech mm -hmm. uh, for, so 44 total two women and both were ethnic wow. chinese in germany so um, I, I mean like, so uh, like the, five percent only yeah well yeah and and then we kind of uh, struggle at a different level like uh, filling the board positions and kind of like mm -hmm. trying to build build uh, the diversity top down uh, well initiatives are working and um, I am not uh, like uh, f f strongly for or strongly against the quotas. Mm -hmm. 
but a kind of representation is is definitely required because it it, it brings the perspectives to the board it brings to kind of an, a style of administration as you said like it's very male it's very male archetype kind of gets defined as a work culture mm-hmm. uh, no uh, the workplace has to be for all workplace has to be inclusive and it can be made inclusive if you set an example uh, leadership uh, being inclusive so but uh, tech as an overall field is always on a fast churn something is always going on yes. you're always chasing chasing something new coming up um, and then you cannot define that this comes from a particular gender then it's like okay this is what it is uh, and what needs to be done next so whether you scale up the team with more uh, more diversity or you kind of a test your product a little bit more or you encourage uh, certain people in your team uh, to kind of uh, collaborate and work uh, work on building a product idea uh, it, it again depends on the vision of the company so it's, mm-hmm. it's not like a filling the diversity seats for the sake of it uh, but uh, having a continuous career path for them yes. is also important so yeah. in, in, yeah. That's, that is that is that is a, a very uh, important point, and you you mentioned leadership earlier. How does uh, someone who's just getting started? Uh, mm-hmm. What do you think? Because I, I really believe everybody has the potential to become a leader, right? And I think in the twenty first mm-hmm. century, leadership is probably more, one of the most critical skills today. You know, now we have automation technology pretty much taking away a lot of the entry level jobs ev- everywhere. But I feel yeah, like yeah. we will always lead, need leaders. So how does someone aspire to become a leader or a better uh, leader in your opinion in the IT field yeah I, I think it, it it begins with um, you being authentic with yourself that's like any 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 leadership and uh, then we, which part of technology leadership is you actually excel in right mm-hmm. as the classical thing says like that the leader versus manager thing right so lead so as a leader you're the thought leader you're the evangelist you you kind of lead, you can lead by an example uh, you can jump in uh, to one team or different teams as if like a master troubleshooter or kind of a negotiator those are all leadership right so we cannot just distinguish by titles like oh you are the tech lead you are the project manager and uh, if you have your hands on code then you're leader if your hands are off code then you're uh, not a leader uh, it again depends on different work cultures as as, as i see so uh, one thing is like uh, able to work in team of course we, we all we all always work in a team uh, so and then it's like uh, having your own personal influence uh, which comes from knowledge which which also comes from experience which also comes from kind of empathy towards your uh, peer team members and uh, also uh, able to to be able to reach a conclusion like a lot of times we see like even even a team meeting when you're put together and you're, you're maybe you could be very good listener you could be very good kind of mutual respect uh, sparring partner and all but also if if you kind of drive those notes and like hey so this is our conclusion so that that is a another kind of a leadership as we sometimes call like the the product evangelist kind of a person should have like hey so this is what is coming out this is the priority this is what we're signing up for so 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 you basically yeah like use let me say this way I, I say this in different coaching conversations uh, that you automatically stand out by 
what you bring to the table. You don't, you don't just bring the skills of yourself. You also listen to others and you also kind of make a pr proposition like what can we do next? So that all already makes you a leader. That is uh, quite uh, fas fascinating. Now, uh, can you tell us how you uh, came to become an official member of the Forbes Technology Council? Uh, yeah, well, I was uh, I was part of a fintech company before as a CTO, which was a first Danish fintech, which was incubated at Techstars New York in 2016. So 2016, we were there for quite much time. And then uh, uh, we were the first IoT device, which was connected to an app, which is connected to a bank account. And it was for children. So imagine it was a minefield of compliance. We have children pictures also. So children's uh, different laws applied on us, uh, electronic device gadget law applied on us, plus banking regulations all applied on us. So it looked like a toy, but it was a very complicated technology product that I will say we, we were building in 2016. And we also had to com uh, comply to the one of the latest cybersecurity regulation that time, uh, uh, UL2900B, it came in September 2016. So it was one of the latest ones. So, so we, uh, in, in Nordics in Denmark, we were we are the first though that what you say the thought group expert group around that. So imagine like not just doing the banking integration, but going through all these compliance circuses. <laughs> so that was a part of the thing. Plus banking regulations and uh, all the banking securities, uh, ISO twenty seven thousand one passing that. Uh, and so uh, so and, and also that brought me to a lot of different stages to talk about our product and our founders also. And uh, that is the time I think I was approached by Forbes Tech Council, somebody, uh, and the, the kind of a process started off and all that. But two, two and a half years, I was super busy. But around the fag end, fog, fag end of it, uh, my, my tenure with uh, that FinTech, uh, I kind of settled in, yes, I'm kind of signing up for this and now uh, I could. And by the time I had jumped to the new job as well. So this, so this is how I got wow. into Forbes Tech. Tech Council, and um, you might have seen my my write, writings are mostly on uh, tech upskilling and um, mm -hmm. social learning kind of a things because uh, the next challenge which I see is like yeah you could see the potential of technology you could have you could have done a demonstrative work in uh, certain technology or integrations, but at a larger scale workforces and like uh, in a large uh, setups. Uh, they totally need to be migrated. They need to be kind of infused with the kind of a f different flavors of what new technology makes it possible. Mm -hmm. So that so 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 my kind of a role and I, my coming articles actually you'll see deep technical on data pipelines probably. I'm already giving you a hint. Yes. <laughs> and and uh, so so basically it's it's, it's about uh, the journey is about like uh, you being noticed for the work that you do in a specific relevant to industry mm -hmm. it could be pioneer pioneering work it could be kind of works work which brings you a lot of eyeballs maybe not money because it was a kids banking experience product mm -hmm. um, not much not much money it looks more like a social product or a kind of a banking retention product so so basically but yeah so that's how i ended up in forbes tech council well, that is, that is wonderful. So I definitely love uh, the opportunities you have to uh, publish and also have a pretty you know, big audience worldwide. What are some of uh, your most cherished um, benefits in the uh, council? 
I, I think it's, it's an ability to kind of uh, spar, like talk with uh, different people. Uh, there, there are some forums and the yeah. Corona times we can always complain about, right? Corona times, a lot of these these Forbes chapters were like online. <laughs> yes. So L, LA chapter is online, San Fran chapter is online, New York chapter is online. Yeah, sure, I will join in. Uh, Forbes Tech Council definitely lacks kind of real presence in, in Europe, let me say this way. Uh, the chapters here need to be started and activated. But uh, so far, I have no complaints. I'm kind of uh, enjoying the part. And I, I also notice I'm kind of, a, I'm like a slightly proud of that, that I was the seventh person in Denmark uh, to be on Forbes Tech Council and wow. first, and a first, and, and first non, first non-Dane or like non-white, if you want to say. Yeah. Yeah. And, and there's one more person after me who's the eighth person. Pretty he cool. happens to be an ethnic Uk Ukrainian. So he's also like, wow. so now we are like, <laughs> so we are eight, eight, we are eight in Denmark and like last two, seven and eight, we are like ethnic yes. non-Danes, but based in Denmark. That, that is so. quite, quite something. So I think I'm, I'm hearing that you're going to be volunteering to start a chapter there in, in Denmark. I need to, to uh, get uh, to hold uh, of the uh, <laughs> I, 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 I am up, up, up for it actually when when actually the Forbes fintech uh, channel uh, chapter also started mm -hmm. and uh, we were kind of uh, thinking of it and discussing around it uh, but I think the Forbes fintech channel went more into the cryptocurrency direction yes, not true, like true. we are we are still in the banking and the traditional finance yeah yeah before I ask you my seven favorite question another question I'm, I need to ask you uh, where do you see technology going from here what is, what I, think, uh, I think uh, technology will always continue to evolve. There is always something coming up next. And uh, in kind of a, some coaching conversation to like a non-tech people who move into like a lateral or middle roles in, in tech, I always suggest them read one book, which called Who Says Elephants Cannot Dance uh, by Louis Jessner. He was ex-CEO uh, of IBM. Uh, so it basically describes uh, what it takes, like how technology industry is different than other industries, um, how sometimes the first mover advantage can be an advantage that you become a standard for rest of others, everyone to follow. And also it has its own uh, disadvantages. So, so when somebody proposes uh, kind of a, a blockchain space, and somebody builds a, a decentralized finance kind of system. I'm like, I took, I took like three steps forward, uh, how, it, how we went to DeFi from blockchain. Uh, so whoever proposes first has a definite advantage to kind of accumulate a lot of, uh, what do you say, uh, proposals. And we saw with those ICOs as well. Um, again, not getting the quality and the useful part of uh, those those ICOs and those those things, but one thing we must notice that every every of every of those promises was a groundbreaking promise in a way that like it, it offered something new it offered a new way of working it new new way of delivering your uh, traditional product or or, in, or, a, or a new way of uh, what do you say it could be supply chain it could be like uh, uh, your data collection it could be privacy so, so basically, the, like that, that, uh, that, that thought leadership is is kind of continuously going. And now we are talking about uh, uh, DAOs and everything. Kind of, they could be replacing actually our voting system, a democracy. So, so technology influences yeah. uh, going uh, way, way f further and far, and it is just starting to accelerate. The uh, something uh, you you said right before we had these uh, technical difficulties, just how 
the technology is just uh, growing and expanding yeah. so much. And I was saying, yeah. uh, no, when my great great grandparents were alive, no, they could only dream about things that are happening today. And just the way the technology has just uh, exploded, it's, it's just uh, amazing, right? Science fiction becomes uh, uh, reality. And, and now we yeah, already have uh, no, more than 600 people also who have gone uh, to outer space, which is just mound bargaining. And very soon it might even be natural for everybody to just go to, to space and, uh, and back. Yeah. It's uh, quite incredible, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I, I totally understand. But like, I, I do have a kind of an, an, an inclusive side view of what if those people who do not migrate to the latest technology. So I have, I have one of my parents who could not migrate to a touchscreen phone. So still, like every third year, I have to find a good button phone who could be useful. And it's, it is so hard to find a pure button phone. And, and so it's, it's like there is always a segment uh, like uh, which uh, probably will, will not uh, be adopting or will not be comfortable with that. Uh, what we do as a society, what we do as a tech entrepreneur um, is an open question. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, but especially where, where I live now, Silicon Valley, I think it's the make of uh, technology and inno innovation. It's like uh, uh, we pretty much move you know, at the speed of thought at times. But uh, yeah, I definitely see, see your point. Okay. Now, uh, thank you so much for your, for, your, for your time. I really appreciate that. Now down to my uh, last uh, uh, seven question, my favorite question. So one being, uh, what is the greatest lesson you have learned? Uh, well, um, well, I will say this way, like, um, when, when you start working and when you kind of start learning, um, uh, you always have many, many ideas. So not to give up on any of the ideas, I will say. So one idea may not work at one place, uh, one employer, one geography with one set of co-founders, but might work at another one. So don't give up and don't just uh, drop your ideas. Yeah, so that's that's the lesson I would say. That is nice. So being uh, consistent and persistent. So what is what do you what do you attribute to the secret of your success? Uh, well, um, I will say yeah, some something like that um, that you never give up, or you you always have a kind of a respect for the perspectives. Mm -hmm. uh, you always have some something that uh, what can I actually contribute here? And you, you always kind of do a self-assessment of, am I actually contributing something here? Am I providing value? So am I providing value is, I think, is, a, is, a, is very relevant and very objective. It keeps, keeps you also on the task and also the, the organization, your employer also kind of benefits from it. Yeah. That is, that is so uh, important, being able to actually add value. Right, uh, regardless mm -hmm. of your background, where you're coming from, but being able to to add something to the to the table that's going to be valuable yeah. to your company to the market. So, uh, what are you learning now? Uh, well, right now I'm kind of uh, focusing myself on uh, more on the data pipelines and data architecture within technology, and uh, how it is going to become much, much, much more important in uh, with the AI when the data flows will become much bigger with much larger. So this is what I'm kind of investing myself in right now to kind of, uh, if you ask me about the technology side, yes. yes. Wonderful. And uh, how has uh, failure shaped your life? 
Yeah, I think failure is all about like uh, hitting back the ground again and like it's, it's a kind of uh, taking as a, like a step to, you have to step through many failures to kind of reach whatever you like to reach or what you find appropriate to reach. So it's, it's, it's a failure does build builds uh, resilience and uh, and also a kind of uh, it also tests your perseverance like how, how truly you want it like how desperate you are to actually want it. So I, I will I will I will say that approach. Yeah. Good, good. Yeah, because I think so. Some people they don't realize that failure and success are really two sides of the same coin, right? And many times yeah. people have really uh, changed their, their light and. Uh, found their destiny by going through um, failure. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So th there is uh, my fourth question. Yes. Uh, who do you know whom we should know? Like, uh, who are your mentors, thought leaders? Uh, who are you following that our uh, audience should follow as well? Mm, okay, well, um, I will say that like, I, I'm, I'm grateful for uh, my education by my parents in a very different environment. Uh, so I had a professor on business ethics in my ex MBA, executive MBA, and then uh, who always challenged me like, Amandeep, there is always one more perspective. Even if you, when you know it all, if you know the whole situation, a decision-making case or situation or social situation, there's always one more perspective. There's always one more perspective. So, and today when we talk about, like you started this chat with about diversity, inclusion, and we also talk about customer centricity, customer centricity. I think that that knowledge around like seeking a, another perspective. I, I immediately find myself very connected and very grounded with like, uh, yeah, I, I may know like uh, 10 things, but I'm, I'm, I'm kind of always seeking maybe what's the 11th thing, what else can be here? What else could be a perspective here from, uh, from a diverse standpoint, from a kind of a customer standpoint, from mm -hmm. uh, an e you know, ecosystem partner standpoint, from a country governance society standpoint. So that, so that I will say like, uh, has been a consistent, uh, consistent run around me. Uh, so as a thought leader, um, as a thought leader, whom I'm following, uh, I, do, <laughs> I do read, uh, Nassim Nicholas Taleb. Uh, mm -hmm. So, and, uh, I'm not saying like, I, I blindly follow any, uh, but, uh, but I do. Um, I'm, I've been following, uh, Kathy Wood, um, mm -hmm. Kathy, Kathy Wood and what all uh, decisions she's making, the statement she's making, uh, Ray Dalio, um, on, uh, principles and now, now his latest book is out. Is and, yeah. And I'm also going for the, the latest book, which came from our uh, Jeffrey Moore, uh, the infinite uh, staircase. I'm, I'm yet to order that book. Uh, so I'm, I'm going for these these books. So my plan is to like uh, be ready with these all books read in Q1 next Wonderful. year. Wonderful. Actually, yeah. this is this is a, a great bridge to the next question. You also mentioned Louise Gretzner, right? Uh, who says elephant can't um, dance? So the next question yes. is, uh, what have you read that I should read, and what is the best book you have read uh, recently? Um, well. Uh, um, well, it might sound a bit, uh, bit on the edge, but uh, I would say, especially in, in the current world that we are right now living with, uh, Atlas, Shrug, Atlas Shrug by Ayn Rand so far is the best, I would say. 
not that you have to take the best lesson of empathy from the book. Please don't. <laughs> uh, but uh, there's the important lesson of being objective and, and standing up for your reality and standing up for like, uh, like nobody else should be defining the morality for you. Morality is your own accepted code of conduct and your own values. And, and you look more inwards to present yourself to the world, I will say. Uh, so Atlas Shrugged, I will say, probably comes the best book I will suggest if somebody has not read. And also, also with the, with the kind of a, a Corona situation and the lockdowns and the state control kind of like subjects which are, which are delicate to discuss otherwise in public sphere. Uh, it's always important like uh, to see the pros and cons of where we stand now, where are we headed, uh, what kind of um, government we want, uh, who is uh, very authoritarian, who decides everything for you, or individuals should be deciding. So it's like having a balance of individualism and collectivism. Uh, so may maybe a book from um, Steve Hannon. Mm -hmm. uh, why is freedom and why we have invented it? I'm forgetting the title. So, so the, I'm sorry, Daniel Hannon. So that that's 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 a nice book uh, as well. I will say that. Um, so not that you have to start any movement of something, but but as a tech contributor, as a tech leader, um, you have your independent voice and and you stand on objective ground because there are very very compelling forces always to tell you like. Oh, this may not look good. This is may not be appropriate. Um, so, so, so I will say that like some of that literature are always uh, make you be yourself. Yeah. Yes. Yes, and it's it's, it's really good. I guess my, me too. Uh, uh, my uh, background is very science, science scientific, right? So uh, I did uh, chemistry, biology uh, in college, and I almost got a PhD in microbiology. So you, you always have to pretty much question everything, but uh, knowing yes. that you don't know everything and you are always yes. open to learn, right? And uh, evolve. So, uh, which brings me to uh, my sixth question. What have you done that uh, I should do? What is one action you have taken that has positively impacted your life? Uh, well, I will say that like, uh, to positively impact uh, when, when I'm not so positive and also to kind of seek more perspectives and and to pick picking your seeking of uh, diversity also in practice so i will say look, travel <laughs> so so when you're stressed go on a travel when you're seeking perspectives go on a travel when you're feeling not positive enough and go on a travel so traveling to like i will say like an over over a over a weekend or a longer uh, to discover a place to unknown place fresh and uh, try to think like a local if you had the same situation, same problem at work, at business, or with with an individual, how would you perceive or how would you resolve in that geography? That being local over there, uh, I think uh, that that is a quite a refreshing uh, meditation for me individually. Uh, it may not be for anyone else, but uh, that has been a very a positive uh, impact for me. And uh, it kind of makes me kind of like sometimes a travel planner for my close friends. 
so i do plan their travels and their detailed itineraries sometime yeah wonderful now i know to contact on my next and travel plan no this is so, yeah. so wonderful at, at least changing scenarios right another thing kind of related to that is yes. especially in silicon exactly. valley people work so so hard like 40 50 sometimes 60 hours a week and they don't take time off and especially after this corona pandemic you really need some mental days off where you don't work and you just relax or travel or meditate or whatever it is now that um, yeah. replenishes you. So, so important. So we're coming to the very, very last question. Uh, how can I add value to you? How can our listener add value to you? Uh, I think uh, my contact details are there. So I would love any conversation which increases at my looking at perspectives. Uh, if you're a tech user in something, if you have something to say, uh, I'm, I'm like all years all the time. And uh, but the talk about perspective, same we apply in technology architectures, in hiring people or sharpening, sharpening ourselves. So basically any conversation, if you see, is always adding value. And I would love to kind of uh, uh, have more such conversations. Sure. Wonderful. Well, thank you, uh, everyone, for this uh, edition of uh, Leadership and Success. Uh, I was uh, with my friend, Amandeep Mira, uh, CTO, accomplished uh, IT executive. And uh, we are so glad that you were uh, able to join us. Hopefully, you've got some insight uh, about becoming a better leader and having greater success. Uh, in your life. Uh, we are going to be posting uh, all of the um, books that he uh, mentioned so you can purchase them and uh, expand your mind and your learning. And hopefully this has added value to your life today. Thank you so much. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Leadership and Success Podcast with your host, Coach BZ. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to our channels and come back for more wisdom nuggets on how you may develop into a better leader and achieve greater levels of success. Leadership is the most critical skill. The world will always need leaders to lead others, deploy the next disruptive technology, or execute a business strategy. You may as well decide on counting yourself among the 21st century leaders. See you right here next time on the Leadership and Success Podcast with Coach BZ.